This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I just want to welcome everyone that's just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. It's Alana Ulifi with my program called Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. Today, I really have a very special guest, um, and it's such an honor to have her um, today, and it's Susan van Nikak, and she is from Powerhouse International, and we're going to talk about a really interesting topic today, and that is taking your dreams seriously, and we're also going to talk about the significance of dreams. You know, dreams are one of the ways that God speaks to us, and a topic that is not often discussed. But God spoke to Joseph, he spoke to Daniel through dreams. And God is the same today as he was yesterday. So that means that God still speaks to us today through dreams. I just want to quickly read a scripture out of Job 33, 15 to 16. And it says, In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears. So yes, dreams are not just something that is new age or, you know, people are very skeptical about dreams and dream interpretation, but dreams are so often mentioned in the Bible and we can't deny that this is one of the ways that God speaks to us. But without further ado, I just want to welcome Pastor Susan van Nikak from Powers International. Welcome Susan. Thank you, Alana. Um, I just want to use this opportunity to thank uh, 729 Cape Pulpit, uh, Alana, you and the team, for hosting me and giving me this wonderful opportunity to talk about dreams and interpretation of dreams. Um, Thank you so much, Susan. I, I think you're the one that has been in dream ministry for such a long time. And I know that you have got a lot of experience in this field. And I know that God uses you powerfully um, in this ministry. So it's such a pleasure to have you. Susan, don't you just want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry and your, what you are busy with at the moment? Uh, yes, Alana, um, I'm a mother and I'm a housewife. I've got a daughter, Jessica, and I've got a son, Yaku. Um, I'm married to Kribbis van Nikag for 38 years now. Sure. Um, I yeah. um, became a born-again Christian on the 23rd of June, 1996. And I started this wonderful journey with this amazing God. Um, at that stage, I was working at Clydefontaine Traffic Department, and one of my co-workers was a lady, her name was Kathy. And uh, she, many times she will come to me and she will share her dreams with me. And it was actually there in the conversations that we had together that I actually became aware of dreams and that there wow. is actually something that uh, that's dreams, you know. Mm. And uh, we always pray together and she will ask me to tell her what was the meaning of her dream. So... I have no idea what to answer, obviously. Yeah. Although I was a born-again Christian, um, the Holy Spirit was living inside of me, and mm. obviously he was my helper, and he helped me a lot to uh, tell her what the meaning of her dreams were. Mm. 
And uh, many times, you know, I would interpret the dreams and it was there where I was introduced to this wonderful way that God has chosen to speak to us. Uh, me and my husband, uh, we joined mm-hmm. Power House International in Durbanville at a, a stage. At that so- at time, it was at the Citadel Park where uh, Dr. Francois Engelsdacht was um, our spiritual father and he was the um, overseer of the church there. Yes. I dreamed, uh, I joined the dream interpretation team there and at that stage it was under the leadership of Marina Fourier. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot uh, when I was on the team. I took over from her eventually at one stage and I became the leader of the dream interpretation team. Uh, I was ministering to the congregation on an individual basis and I experienced many encounters with God Mm. and witnessed with my very own eyes how the anointing fell upon the people and touched them as they received uh, the meaning of their dreams. Many of them got breakthroughs, direction, and alignment with the calling and their destinies and answers to their questions. And for me, it was a blessed opportunity to serve the body of Christ in such a capacity. Um, I also had been a dream wherein God was showing me the face of this beautiful lady who was going to take over uh, the dream interpretation thing from me. And it was none other than you, Alana. And we got to know each other and uh, what a wonderful experience. Yes. Um, I've held many conferences at Powerhouse Devonville, Ladiesmith, and at Intercape Cape Town and Pretoria, where people were equipped in the area of dreams and dream interpretation. Mm. I also ministered at Loftal International in the leadership meetings sure. about dreams and the interpretation of dreams. I've read many books. Uh, mm. That came from the pen of Ira Milligan, Martin and Leticia van der Merwe, Terry yes. Stone, Matt and Patty Winkler, James W. Gall, and more, many more. I honor them for what they have taught me about dreams mm. just by reading their books. Uh, these, these books are valuable tools if you want to know more about the subject of mm. dreams, though. Um, the late John Paul Jackson, he's yes. got a, a two CD set teaching about dreams and visions and different kinds of dreams, which we will touch on later on. And, um, yeah, I'm in full-time ministry. I'm the principal and lecturer of my own Bible school, only one Bible school in Christentine that's been running for six years. I'm involved in mission work. I'm teaching, I'm preaching, I'm writing, and I'm mentoring students with their master's degrees and their doctorate degrees. I am currently busy completing my marriage and my commissioner of oath license, and I'm busy writing my doctorate degree in the apostolic ministry. I love the outdoors, nature, reading, and I love to do research. I can sit hours and do research. Sure. Susan, that's amazing. That is just such a mouthful. Um, I just know that you're so anointed when it comes to dreams and and just the fact that you had the the dream. I just want to come back to the dream you had about me. Um, Prior to that, I was actually praying because I remember many years ago, I used to dream all the time. And one day, I I just after I got saved, I said to God, now, what is it about these dreams? Because I would have a dream and it will be so emotional for such a long time. And then God showed me the very next day I would have a dream and then the next day it would just 
play out exactly the way I had that dream. And that happened to me twice. So I knew that God had, uh, you know, had a, 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 a had to walk a road with me with dreams. And so that was just significant when you said you had the dream about me and um, about, you know, taking over the dream ministry at that stage. So you, you definitely um, heard God correctly. But Sasanya. You know, the day that you walked into the church, I mm. immediately knew that you were the lady that was going to take over from me. Sure, that that is amazing. So you see, yes. even God spoke to you through a dream and gave you confirmation. Um, Susan, tell us to you, I mean, just why do we need to take our dreams seriously? Uh, allow now, just allow me to share a dream with you. Yes. You know, I'm a cat fanatic and I'm feeding straight cats in the neighborhood around me every morning from half past four. Sure, and that's every really... evening half past six. And, uh, you know, at that time it is still pretty dark and the mm. streets are quiet. So just in this week I had this dream. It was dark outside and I came home to open the front gate after I fed the cat. And as I was entering the premises and on my way closing the gate and turning the key to lock the gate, a colored man with black curly hair pushed the mm. gate open with his right arm. He started to stab me ferociously. Sure. I remember that uh, I was looking at his hand to see what he was stabbing me with. Uh, he was of medium build. He was not tall. He was not short. He was kind of mm. thinnish and he was not fat. And sure. then I woke up. Wow. I didn't need interpretation for this dream because yes. this was very clear what mm. God was trying to tell me. It was me. straightforward. It was straightforward. And I knew it was God that was warning me not to go out that particular morning mm. to go and feed the cat. At the same time that I had the dream, my husband woke up and he said to me, Susan, I was calling out your name. Wow. And because God loves me and I'm his child, uh, he warned me in this dream of danger. And the fact that my husband was calling out my name also was a confirmation that I needed to take you to the dream, you yes. know. So then why the dream, you, we, will, we will ask, is because firstly that God loves me mm. and he will speak to me. And uh, dreams are his love language to me. And he's not just giving dreams to me, he's giving dreams to all of us. Yes. So when I'm speaking about me, I'm including you as well. Mm. Um, he's our Heavenly Father, and um, that is also why he gives us dreams. So you are asking, why should we take our dreams seriously? I would say, yes, we should take our dreams seriously. You can see from the dream that I've shared yes. how important it is. It's important for God because he loves us. So therefore, it's just important to us also to take heed to our dreams. Mm. Um, I just want to latch under this, that God knows what is best for us. Mm. What do you think would have happened if I didn't pay attention to the dream and I, I went out that morning? It would have been an act of foolishness from my side. And I will not only have put my own life in danger, but what if the assailant forced me into my home and put the lives of the rest of my family in danger? You see, so God knows the future. Mm. He knows the plans of the enemy, and He knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm. You know, Alana, I encountered many people across my path who told me that they had a dream, 
And I will ask them two questions. What did you dream? And mm. what are you going to do with what you dream? Yes. Most of the time, they don't care because to them it is just a dream. Or they are freaked up about the dream. Yes. Or they simply don't know what to do with the dream. Mm. Uh, the Word of God is serious about this matter, Alana. In mm. Job 33 verse 14, we read that God speaks once and even twice, yes. yet no one notices it. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And if we read that scripture verse, we can see how sad must it be if God speaks to us and we don't even bother to listen. Mm. We must remember, as you said earlier, that dreams is one of the ways that we are hearing God's voice. The second example that why we should take our dreams seriously is a case from history. Uh, the President of the United States of America, a few days before he was killed, Abraham Lincoln said that he was impressed by the number of prophetic dreams in the Bible. When his wife asked him why he brought this up, Lincoln related a dream he just had. Mm -hmm. He was wandering through the halls of the White House trying to find out the sound of the weeping people uh, and where it came from. So mm -hmm. his search led him to the East Room where he saw a coffin laying on a platform guarded by soldiers and surrounded by some of owners. Who is dead? He asked in the dream. The president they said he was killed by an assassin. Sure. So the loud grieving sobs of the mourners finally awoke Lincoln from the dream. The outcome of that dream at the end of the day was President Lincoln was killed by an assassin mm. a few days later. Sure. So, son, that's very... So, yeah, mm. <laughs> in a... Uh, there's also, I'm, I'm still busy with question number two. Um, the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar II in the book of Daniel, chapter two, is the third example that I want to mention. Uh, you know, we all know about this dream that he had, um, and he was very troubled with the dream. And he summoned his magicians and his astrologers to interpret the dream. But he demands them that they first tell him what the dream mm. was. Um, so later on, they couldn't do that. So the decree falls upon Daniel, and through the agency of God, he was able to tell the king what the dream means. Um, it was a great stature with a head of gold, arms and chest of silver, the belly and the thighs of bronze, legs of iron, and so on and so on and so mm -hmm. on. Having related the dream, Daniel then interprets the dream. And we know it's about the different kinds of uh, kingdoms that was is going to fall. Mm. But if you take this dream, it was actually a dream that was futuristic. And um, it was also something that God was telling the king about what was going to happen to his kingdom and the kingdoms after yes. that. So this dream also is important for us as well because it is it concerns us because it's got to do with the end times. Sure. Uh, you will also see in the dream that uh, there's also numbers that's playing a big role there. Mm. Um, there are reasons for why we don't believe in our dreams. Mm. Um, 
please allow me just to give two or so. Uh, mostly when God speaks to us, 95% of that is about us, and the other 5% is about people, and we don't know it. Sure. So firstly, when God speaks to us, it is about areas in our lives and things in our lives that he mm. wants to touch on. When he gives us dreams about other people, it is to pray for them and intercede for them. Yes. So we have no excuse. We cannot say that God doesn't speak to us mm. because he speaks to us the dreams. Yes, or he doesn't uh, warn us. Or he doesn't warn us um, in advance with dreams. Tell us about our future. Yes. So what we experience in dreams are very significant. Uh, the other thing is also we don't know that God can speak to us in such a way. Mm. And therefore we don't believe in it. And it is vital that we learn to hear the voice of God because he still wants to speak to us. Um, I don't know if you know Pat and Matty Winkler. They have an excellent teaching material about hearing the voice of God. It took me a very, very long time to find out how God is speaking to me. And I think yeah. that is something that every one of us is struggling with, yes. is how is God speaking to me? Yes. The different ways he's speaking to me. And dreams is just one way that he is speaking to me. And, and sometimes so it's the good. only way. Sorry, sorry, Susan, to interrupt. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think, you know, we're so busy during the day that God, um, you know, sometimes does minister to us in our dreams because that's the only time that we're actually so quiet, you know, and our minds are available for him to disposit things in our, in our, yes. In our mind. Yes, yes. And also there are many blockages preventing us from hearing God's voice and receiving dreams and interpretation of dreams, mm. you know, when he is communicating to us. For instance, um, you know, we must look at the condition of our hearts because um, that can be a huge blockage, blockage from us not to receive what God wants to give us. Mm. Uh, you know, when we uh, discard or when we reject or when we abandon uh, a word that an instrument of God speaks, mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking about the, the interpreter or the prophet of God, yeah. um, it is mainly because of the condition of our heart. You know, we can take offense, we can, take, we can be bitter, we can be hatred, we can hate somebody. We can have resentment towards somebody, and that causes us not to receive what God, what yes. God wants to do in our lives, yes. you see. So in Jeremiah 17, verse 9 to 10, he says that the heart is hopeful, hopelessly dark and deceitful, mm. a puzzle that no one can figure out, but it's only God that can help us, you see. And I'd like to touch also on um, the one that says, that our minds are often so preoccupied and we are so busy mm. that it's difficult and hard for us to hear God. Yes, that's what I said, so, yeah. Yeah, so God has to come and he has to come in a dream like Job 33 verse 15 and 16 says, in a dream, in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls on men as they slumber on their bed, he may speak in their ears. You see, and what, what I have uh, encountered in my own personal life, Alana, is mm. 
God normally comes between the time period of three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning. Yes. And he comes and speaks to us. Mm. You know, so if God cannot catch, catch our attention during the day, God is also busy. Yes. What a wonderful way for him to come to us when we are sleeping. Yes. And then he deposits his heart. You know, yes. dreams is his heart to you know, he wants to say his heart with us. Yes. The other blockage that I want to uh, uh, touch on is pride. Uh, there's a scripture that says in 1 Peter 5 that God resists the proud, mm-hmm. but he gives grace to the humble. We don't know it all, Alana. Yes. We must always be, you know, there's something that I've learned in my whole spiritual walk with God is, you need to be humble and teachable. Mm. You don't know everything. Yes. And I'm telling you, even this subject that we are teaching on today about dreams, it's huge. Dreams and the interpretation of dreams, it's really, it's, it, it's mind-boggling yes. how all this fits together. Um, you know, and our dreams are God's answers to the questions we have. Yeah. Uh, God is the source of our dreams and nobody and nothing else. Um, the other thing also is ignorance. Uh, Job 33 again mm. says, although God speaks again and again, no one pays attention. Yes. Uh, so God, what I want to say here is God will never give up on mm. us. Although we pay no attention to our dreams, he will speak repeatedly until Yes. You know, uh, what I want to mention here is I've learned by now if God speaks to you in a dream three times about the same thing, you better take note. Yes, that's very true. Susan, can Uh, we take a short break and then we're going to continue after this conversation? Yes, no problem, Alana. Okay. Thanks. We'll take a short break and we'll be back soon. Thank you. Hi, this is Alana, and I am with my guest, Pastor Susan van Niekerk, and this is Body Matters, and we are discussing dreams and the significance of dreams and why we should take our dreams seriously. Um, Susan, I just wanted to quickly find out from you, how do we define dreams? Alana, I just want to mention quickly four points about this. To put it simply, um, dream is God's night, God's night parables. Or vision you know, of the night. Um, yeah, so when Jesus, Jesus normally taught, uh, when he was on earth, he normally taught in parables yes. to get a message through to the people that was following so that they can understand what he was trying to teach them. Mm. So he told interesting, interesting stories about everyday life events that caught the attention of many people. Um, so that is the one, the one re, uh, de- definition, definition of dreams. Definition of dreams. Yes, the second definition is, um, it is like a movie. I mean, we all watch movies, don't yes. we? And there's a lot of stuff going on in a movie. Mm. Uh, and it's the same as when you sleep, it's like a movie that's playing off in your head. I, I just want to add to that because I always mm. say a dream is like a preview. <laughs> it just gives you the main bits of pieces. 
Um, you know, sometimes when you watch a preview of a movie, then you get, you know, they show you different sections and it's kind of the whole movie, but just different parts. And sometimes that's the way I see dreams. But anyway, continue. Yes. Um, um, it is also a language that is spoken in mysteries mm. and in symbols, parables, colors, numbers, sounds, movement, emotions, etc. And all of that carries value. And it carries meaning. Um, once sure. I heard glass breaking in my dream. So you can hear stuff in your dream. Uh, it's important to pay attention to the details in the dream. Mm. Um, and we can ask God questions. Yes. He's ever so willing to answer. Uh, you know, it, it builds our relationship with him. The last point that I want to mention about this question is, it's like a puzzle. You've got all these pieces. And eventually you put all these pieces together to get the interpretation of uh, what you have dreamed. Yeah. And tell and that me, is all that I have for yes. defining dreams. And tell me, um, what should we do when we have a dream? The first thing that you should do with a dream is you write down what you have dreamed. It is called journaling. Mm. It's always good advice to keep a pen and a notebook at your bedside. Rebecca 2 says to us, write the vision down and make it plain on tablets. Why is journaling important? I'm going to give you just three pointers here. If you don't write the dream down immediately, it's very likely that you, by the time you wake up again, you will not remember what you have done. Yeah, that's very true. You know, we must always pray and ask the Holy Spirit. When, when that happens, you must pray and ask the Holy Spirit to revive the dream for you. And it does. Mm. I want to give you another pointer that, that was mind-blowing for me when I came across this. It's scriptural to write it down. Alana, did you know that Moses and God communed with each other on Mount Sinai and yes. both wrote down what they conversed? Sure. First, Moses. He wrote down God's instructions in Exodus 24, mm. verse 4, that says Moses wrote all the words of the Lord and rose up early in the morning, which tells me that he must have slept. Sure. And That's... the minute he woke up, he wrote down what God was telling him. Wow. Even God himself journaled. In Exodus 31, 18, it says, and he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone written with the finger of God. Sure. That's powerful. So we can even see here that God was journaling. Hey? Mm -hmm. And of course, it's an, it's an adventure to embark on. Yes. Um, I, I never knew that it can be so captivating, um, you know, to, to write down and eventually find out what God was trying to say to you. Sorry, what, what I also wanted to add to that was I also find, because sometimes people ask you, you know, how do you distinguish between just, you know, what is a, a dream that's significant and what is just a, a subconscious dream? And um, I always feel that, you know, sometimes you have a dream and you wake up and you can sense and feel there was something unique about it. 
Um, because not every dream is significant. Sometimes it's just things in your subconscious, but you will know as you know as you know if you had a significant dream. Mm. So mm, I just want to add that to what you're saying yeah, so you true. can carry on. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, we get busy and we don't forget our dreams. We, and we forget our dreams totally. That's why mm. also you need to journal. Uh, you can go on to the next question, Alana. Yes, I wanted to ask you about dream interpretation. Can you share that? Because that's very fascinating. Um, yeah. Very short. How I perceive dream interpretation. It is a revelation insight and knowledge. So mm. if you dream, you don't know what it means. So you've got to go and pray and yes. ask God for the revelation of what you have dreamed. So you must work with those in this to get the meaning of what you have dreamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first of all, I will say, Alana, that we need to pray and ask God for the meaning. Jeremiah mm-hmm. 33 verse 3 says, pray and ask God for the meaning. Yes. He says, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and unfathomable, incomprehensible, hard to make mysterious things which you do not know. Yes. For instance, the baker and the butler, they were discussing their dreams amongst each other, and they shared their mutual concern. Uh, we each had a dream last night. They said, and no one is here to tell us what they mean. And yet mm. Joseph comes on the scene, and he tells them, he actually confronts them with a question. Doesn't God know the meaning of dreams? Yes. So now tell me what you have dreamed in Genesis 40 verse 8. So Joseph was able to interpret the dreams for them. So uh, actually the fact that Joseph came onto the scene there was an answer to um, their concern. If there's nobody then that can interpret the dream. Mm. The second thing is we must wait for the interpretation of the dream. Mm. Some of the dreams that get interpreted is for now, but also some of the dreams can be futuristic. Uh, yes. I've encountered many times, you know, that, that um, dream interpretation and the revelation that you get and the meaning of the dream that you get is for now, but it can also be for a, a, at a later stage. Yes. I also find that that dream interpretation, you know, um, I know there's a lot of symbols and a lot of things that go with dream interpretation that are kind of standard symbols that people can can kind of, um, you know, pick up what what the meaning of it. Because sometimes dreams are straightforward and I know, and then some dreams are significant. Like you said, they're parables. You have to actually go and, and look for the meaning and ask God for the meaning. And I know that um, just, just from my experience that when when people have a dream, they know more or less what that dream means because it's something that's kind of yeah. happening in their lives at the moment. Yeah. So God yeah. will always give you a dream of where you're at or what you've been asking him for. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes there's also, you know, you can tell whether it's futuristic or something that's going to happen in the future. Like I had a dream of my children being older. You know, so yeah. I knew that was something that was going to come in the future when my daughter would be round about this age. Um, so I, I know that it's very fascinating. And, and you know, um, I know at the end of the day, it's Holy Spirit. 
You know, when you have a dream and you ask, you, you've already got a feel of what God is trying to tell you. You already got a sense of whether this is a good dream or a bad dream. So people already know. And, and sometimes with dream interpretation, when we help people, we, you know, what you facilitate them to connect with God, just to touch on what they already know, but just need confirmation. I want to read to you a very, very profound scripture that's in Proverbs 25 verse 2 about the interpretation of dreams. Okay. Uh, it says there that God is praised for being mysterious. Rulers are praised for explaining mysteries. Mm. Now, it actually just means that the glory of God consists in this is to conceal a matter. So he's seeing the, the, the dream, mm. uh, meaning... You place before you mystery upon mystery. Uh, the secret things belong to him, and there are many things that are, hidden, uh, that are hidden and only known to God. So the second part of this verse actually also says that the glory of things is to search out the matter. Mm. So there is no better example for us than to search out the hidden things of God, the secret things of God, and the mystery upon the mystery. Sure. That's... The dream interpretation itself, we need discernment. Hmm. We need to know where this dream is coming dream is coming from. There's three sources. And um, the Holy Spirit and Scripture will never contradict each other. That's right. Uh, we need the Holy Spirit and we need the Word of God to make an accurate dream interpretation. That's so true, because I know from also experience, sometimes people will tell me a dream, then I'll get a scripture. You know, God will give you a scripture or something, and they will say, sure, that just confirms, um, you know, where, where I'm at. Or sometimes people will dream certain dreams, and you, you ask yourself, God, why would they dream these dreams? And then you get an answer. And so it's true what you're saying, Susanna, it's, it's discernment and hearing the Holy Spirit and just putting it in it's, it's you know they must take what you tell and take it to God and most of the times it's already what they know in their heart is true because dreams are prophetic it's a means of, that's, of, that's, of that's a prophetic idea. language but I know you're going to yeah. share that still with us so I don't want to take uh, up your time no no I wanted to share with you that was the second thing I want to share with you you know that dreams are prophetic why is it prophetic because it's God that's speaking to us yes and the person that is interpreting the dream to you also uh, is prophetic because the person must give you the interpretation of the dream. If you are going and you are consulting somebody that can interpret dreams. So okay. that person acts as a, a, a prophetic voice for God mm. to tell you what is the, the, the meaning of the dream. Yeah. You see. So we cannot speak to, uh, to God face to face. Uh, so he uses dreams as part of the prophetic, and it's also part of the supernatural and the spiritual realm That's right. that we are uh, moving in. So yeah, the, the other point that I also want to say about this is it is important to have a title for your dream, Alana. So okay. if you dream something, what stands out for you in mm. the dream? The other thing is when you are busy with interpret the interpretation of a dream, keep it short. Mm. Only, and only say note, what you hear God say, said you must say Yes, yes And the last thing that we tend to forget Concerning dream interpretation is You have the dream 
you've got the interpretation. What are you going to do with it next? You've got to pray it through and you have to apply what God is saying to you in your life. Mm, it's to be obedient so to if what? God gives you a dream, mm, if God gives you a dream about somebody, what do you do? You don't go and tell everybody about the dream that God gave you about somebody. No, mm. it is for the purpose for you to intercede for that person. That's right. If God speaks to you, go and share the dream. You go and share the dream. That's true. So, yeah. And sometimes you might. Yeah, no, sorry. I just wanted to say sometimes you, you, someone's telling you the dream and you get like a random picture of, say, a tree. And it doesn't even make sense to you. But somehow, when you just say, you know, this is what I see, and that sometimes is something that's significant to them, Um, you know. So, Sisan, any last. Comments on on um you know on dream interpretation. No, no, I'm. Okay, so to tell us, Susan, understand how do we understand dream language? Uh, dream language is fast. Um, uh, what I'm telling you is, um, the Bible is full of examples testifying that God is speaking to us through dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Genesis 28, we have this beautiful story about Jacob who slept at Bethel in the wilderness. We can see here a lot of interaction between Jacob, the angels of the Lord, mm. which are ascending and descending on the ladder. Yeah. The Lord standing above the ladder, and we see this mysterious man that is wrestling with Jacob. And we can see in this dream that there was intense communication going on. Mm. So, uh, uh, Jacob was speaking and also, you know, um, there was... Uh, uh, the Lord was also speaking. So the Lord confirmed his covenant promises to Jacob and his descendants. And Jacob wrestled with this mysterious man who's got supernatural strength and it was none other than God himself that he wrestled with. In this encounter with God, Jacob said, I will not leave you until you bless me. Mm-hmm. So secondly, um, I want to touch on they are voices that come into you from three sources, uh, from the soul, from the enemy, and from God. If the dreams come from the soul dimension, we normally have body dreams, which tell you about your physical condition. I want to share quickly with you a dream. I had, um, I had this dream where my daughter, my son, and my husband, they were like on an island. And I could see them on the island. They were very happy. But I was sitting on the shoreline here. Um, it was like on a hill I was sitting. And in the dream, I saw myself that I've got these wounds on my arms. And I'm trying to, you know, uh, heal these wounds with the snow that's next to me. Sure. And I woke up. And I said, you know, when I dream, the first thing that I do is I say, Lord, what is the meaning of this dream? Mm. And then I wait. If I wait two days, I wait two days. If I wait five minutes, I wait five minutes. Mm. So God was actually telling me here that, you know, my, my, my husband and my children are happy, but I've got a problem. Mm. In my life, somewhere I need, I need healing. Yes, and you separate it from them also. You, you, you're distant from yes. them. Yes, yes, yes. 
And also soulish dreams is where God is showing you things that's going on in your life. Sometimes it's even sin. It is something that is it's very intimate detail. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to be very straightforward, Alana. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. not hiding this. Yes. Um, many times I will uh, dream that, that, you know, I've got interaction with other men mm. in my dreams. You know, um, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yeah, we all do. <laughs> so when, when I have these dreams, it mm. is like God is just telling me, you know, um, there's areas in my life that I need to work on mm. uh, in, in, in that way. So at the end of the day, I'm not dreaming those dreams anymore because I believe, you know, emotionally God yes. is the, uh, you know, for the lack of, you know, I I always went through abuses of all kinds, Alana. You mm. see, I think that's also a reason why I I have this dream. You know, yes. just that inside of me, it was this hunger to, to just be loved and at care for and intimate. Um, then you mm. have mm, then you have dreams from the enemy. Uh, John Pinkin says the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh, sometimes you get these dreams you don't remember anything. You must yes. remember that the enemy is a dream catcher. It comes to to your dream world with only one purpose, to do your harm. Mm. Uh, the dreams that you get from the enemy is normally dark. Yes. Uh, there is only the color black, brown, and gray, mm. nothing else. Uh, the dreams that you get is fear, anxiety, and panic, nightmares. Mm. Have you ever had the dreams that somebody's chasing you? Yes, I've had that once before. <laughs> that, that's normally from the enemy mm-hmm. uh, so w- a wonderful thing about dreams that's coming from the enemy that God revealed to me is that sometimes you get these kind of dreams Alana and it's God's way to show you what the enemy is up yes. to, so that you can pray and you can have do spiritual warfare any quickly dreams that's coming from God you will not have fear Mm. You will remember it into the finest detail. Yes. You, you remember Moses with the tabernacle? Yeah. And the book of uh, John on the Isle of Patmos, when he wrote the book of Revelation, listen very detail, I'm telling you, it's nobody's business. Uh, it will always be in line with God's word. It will be peaceful. Um, and it's like you said, you know that you know that you know that you know it was God that was speaking. Yes. So then colors, Alana, colors are very interesting. Did you know that there's approximately 15 colors that is mentioned in the tabernacle of Moses? Sean, I didn't know there were so many. <laughs> You're going to sh- share with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, share with us. Let me, sh- yeah, share with, let me share with you just three colors that's very significant. Uh, for instance, the color aquamarine speaks of God's provision. It's the sea. Aquamarine is the sea, mm. and it speaks of God's provision. White, obviously, is holiness. Red speaks of hot coals. You know, the word of God will not say red. It will speak of hot coals. Sure. The word of God will say uh, darkness, but actually God means, the word of God means black. Um, I want to share with you um, just one uh, one, uh, I, was late, I was doing a, co- a conference in Lady Smith, and I had these all kinds of color fabric um, 
that okay. um, I used to wrap around the lady's shoulders. Mm. And I told him, I said, listen, you come and you pick the color you want. Sure, and that's... I put it around your shoulders. Mm. Alona, I've never seen something like that that day. It was like holy chaos was breaking out that sure. day. And, you know, when the ladies came to, and they were gentlemen as well, I mm. asked them what happened. They said that the colors that I had on was exactly that God was was ministering sure. to me. Yeah, that is amazing. So that was amazing. Yeah, yeah God is so In good. Numbers alone. Ah, numbers alone. Uh, what I want to say is from the book of Genesis up to the book of Revelation, God speaks about numbers. He's serious about numbers. Um it, it plays important role in the way mm. that God speaks. Have you ever woke up with one 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 or two 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 or three three three? You know what? There's some people I know that God speaks to them through numbers. And I yes. just I've just bumped into another lady the other day and she said to me, God always speaks to me wherever I go, I see the number, I think it was uh, twenty seven. Or something, and she says, if I'm looking at my clock, it's 27. When I'm busy with something, or I look up, there's 27. What does it mean? So God, that that someone picks it up. I mean, you'll pick up when God. There's certain people God yeah. just speaks to numbers, and it's sometimes financial people. Yeah. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. You know, and we must always everything that I've mentioned here today. We must always take that into consideration. We must always train ourselves, but what is the meaning of this? Mm. Just quickly, a couple of examples of, of numbers. If you know that the number 725 stands for grace, 88 stands for a new beginning in Christ. You know, sometimes we have a phone number that says 0860. Yeah. That speaks of the spirit of life. The O stands for. We are nothing. The eight stands for we have an eternal God that can give us new life. Mm. And new beginnings. The six, yes. The six stands for uh, God is our creator. And then the last note stands for we are nothing without God. Sure. So that is what I want to say here mm. about the numbers. Uh, so we can go yes. on. Yes, okay. To... So I, I I, I think what we must talk about, I know there's many different kinds of dreams, Susan. Can you share with us um, some of the dreams that people can get? Yeah, um, I would like, I would just like to touch on, you know, when is a dream literal or symbolic, but I think we ran out of time now. Um, you can you can just mention briefly just the difference between the two because I think that's very important to mention it. Okay, very, 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 very quickly. Um, an eternal dream, it's about you. It's about areas you must work out in your life. That is the 95% that I talked about. Yes. External dreams is about other people. That's the mm. 5% I was talking about where you yes. need to train and proceed. Parabolic is the three sources we discussed. You know, um, um, the soul and the demonic and God. Mm. Um, symbolic is, uh, I mean, the book of Revelation and uh, um, um, the tabernacle of Moses. It's all about symbols. 
Uh, we need to dream literal and we need to symbolic. Um, one of the common mistakes that we make is we interpret the dream as literal. Yes. And most of the dreams are symbolic, mm. like the dream of Joseph was a star and the cows, and of course, Nebuchadnezzar's statue dream. So how can we tell if a dream should be taken literally or symbolically? If everything in the dream seems possible and real, very real, then you know it is a literal dream. For yeah. example, if you are driving your car, you're going to your job and you get into an accident, probably you need to take heat because and pray for protection because God is showing you what is going to happen tomorrow or the day after. Mm. If there is a part in the dream that seems unreal to you, Mm. Um, Unrealistic, yeah. Yes. Yeah. For instance, you are driving your car, and you're going to a place, um, and the accident seems real. Mm. Um, then it talks about spiritual danger, not physical danger. Mm. So, other words, is the literal dream is you know that you're going to your work. Yeah. The other part, the other one is. You are in your car, but you don't know where you are going to. Mm. Yeah, so or sometimes, it, yeah, or sometimes you, when when it's a, um, a literal dream, everything is as it is. Your house is the same, the kids are the same, the job is the same, the car looks the same. But then when it's the when it's um, a symbolic, then it's like you walking in the street and these elephants walking next to you, or something is not. It, it's a little bit <laughs> unrealistic. Is that I'm a good way? What's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of emphasize your point, but I hear what you're saying. It's unrealistic, or you see an apple tree in the middle of a road, which is not normal, you know. Then you know this is a symbolic. Anyway, I'm taking over the conversation here. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I actually enjoy it. Uh, I've got two important guidelines that can tell you what is natural and what is spiritual. Yes. A dream in the natural will have no order. You will jump from scene to scene and from person to person or circumstance to circumstance. Mm. Nothing makes sense. Yes. Have you ever had somebody that come to you wanting a dream interpretation and they start with this and then this and then that and then that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Yes. And you're trying to make sense of everything. So mm. a spiritual dream usually has order yes. and progression. It's like I said, you know, it's a movie that's playing off. All right, Alana, I'm finished with that. Okay. There are the different kinds of dreams. Yes. It's like a treasure chest waiting to be discovered and opened. Um, you know, um, the late John Paul Jackson, uh, he on his, uh, I, I think I mentioned that you see the set that he has mm. about uh, dreams and visions. Um, there's a lot of examples that he's got there. Um, I just want to highlight the scripture verse, Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Mm. So I want to mention to you a couple of examples quickly. Okay, so Susan, I just want to say our time is nearly over. So if you want to just you know, just briefly touch on 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 the um, different kinds of dreams. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So dreams of that's dead. Um, that normally is something that's coming from, from your generation that you need to address and sort out. Uh, I know people that are dreaming of being chased. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we touched on that one. Uh, dreams of taking a shower, no, that is cleansing dreams. That is that is deliverance yes. dreams. That is something that you need to be delivered from. Dreaming of vehicles. Now, any vehicle is it's got to do with your calling and your destiny. Dreaming of dogs and cats. Uh, it can be friendship, it can be loyalty, protection. Uh, if the animals are biting you, it can mean that somebody is backstabbing you, things yeah. like that. Uh, dreaming of going to school, uh, it's uh, taking tests. It says that, you know, we are always in a learning curve with God and uh, we are always, we always need to be teachable and open yes. for, for, for what the God wants to do for us. Oh, thank you so much. I think we can sit and talk forever on this topic. I think there's so much more that I know you wanted to say and this, you know, and there's so much more to explain and so much examples. I mean, even myself, I could add on to this conversation. But um, we're going to have to take a break now. And then after the break, I am going to give Susan's details to everyone if you would like to write it down. So please stay tuned and don't go away. Thanks. Hi, Susan. Sorry, man. No, you're doing extremely Hi, this is Alana Willyfear, and this is Body Matters. And I have Susan van Niekak in the studio. And we just unfortunately at the end of our discussion of why we should take our dreams seriously and the significance of dreams. But if you'd like to contact Susan, I'm going to ask her to give her details. So Susan, please, if anyone wants to get hold of you or even just find out about your um, Bible college that you've got or, who, you know, maybe someone's got a dream out there and they've been having the same dream over and over and they don't know what it means, where can they contact you? Uh, it would be wonderful, Alana. My email address is Susan van Nikak, 18 at gmail.com. Okay, so that is Susan van Nikak, 18 at gmail.com. Okay, yes. so if anyone would like to contact Susan or have a dream or just have, you know, any questions, um, yeah, please contact her. And Susan, we're going to end off our program right now. So I just would like you to pray for us. Um, would you mind doing that? No, not at all. Thank you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come right now and I will ask you to bless each person that is listening to this uh, recording, that, uh, that your Holy Spirit will come and touch them. I pray that you open their minds, open their spirit to receive, and I pray that you give them the mind of the learned, uh, and I pray that you will journey with them on this awesome, awesome, awesome way that you are communicating to us and that you are speaking to us with your dreams. Help them so that they can understand what they are dreaming. Help them so that they can perceive and keep the dream that they have. And if there's any areas in their lives, Father God, I ask you to help them to sort it out so that the channel between them and you can be open so that they can receive what you want to give them, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus. I also pray and ask you to bless 729 Pulpit radio station um, for what they are doing, the work that they are doing for your kingdom. 
and we give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. And I am forever grateful for them inviting me and hosting me today on their radio station. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Hassan, for joining us today and giving us, just sharing your wisdom that you have on dreams. And I know that this, as I said, there was so much more you wanted to say. And there's so many more testimonies and um, examples that you could have given. Um, But yeah, I pray that God will bless your ministry and that you will be yeah, that God will, whatever you do, that um, God's hand will be upon you. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Alana. And yes, it's unfortunately at the end of my program. Um, so thank you so much for joining me on Body Matters. Um, if you would like to comment on this program, you can go to Radio K Pulpit's what. Um, Radio K Pulpit's webpage site, um, press the WhatsApp button and um, yeah, just leave your comment there. You can say body matters and then leave a comment. We'd like to hear from you, but we'll be back next week. Um, same time, same frequency with much more conversation from me, Alana Willie for you. Have a blessed week. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.